um, Hannah's such a champ. I walk in there and she's just she's actually got a smile on her face. She goes, "Pretty sure there's shit all over that pillow." And I turn the light on, and so because Walter had gone into the bed before we'd gone down to the toilet, and the pillowcase and the sheets and the doona and the floor and the ho- there was just shit everywhere. They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads, it's Wade. But Wade doesn't rhyme with Dads. It's shitting with the door open. We're back in the sheds. We're back in the sheds. Like a couple of rat fucks. We are rat fucks. You're rat fucks for listening. Mm. If anything, it's your fault. Uh, I just real, mi- some real victim blaming. There. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just met Marigold for the first time. You did. Oh, and you <laughs> just you just revealed the name for the first oh, time. Hang on a second. No, no, no. It's fine. Leave that in. Yeah, you yeah, sure? yeah. I was about to yep. say. <laughs> just dropped it in there. Marigold Elfie Rose. Oh, what a name! Cracking name. Fuck yeah, Goldie. That's why you take a little run up to it. You don't uh, need to do it as soon as it comes out. You handed me time. to her and I was like, fuck yes, yeah, support the next, support the next, support the next. Because yep. you forget. Yeah. You forget. After and a few months, you don't need to. Yes. And then they fucking... You were very, very gentle with her and you, was, you even verbalised that. Yeah. You verbalised your own in, inner anxiety. Yeah. Support the next, support the next. <laughs> and then I just grabbed her back off you like a football. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember once like a... Uh, Sylvia must have been, I don't know, 18 months old. So I was well past the support yeah. the next uh, stage. And somebody gave me the new baby to hold. And I just forgot. I just yep. forgot. I just held the back. And the neck just went, flop. Yep. <laughs> and the head just and the like head broke backwards. And I was like, ah, oh, whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> they like being hung upside down. Now, to start off with, <laughs> I thought I'd call you out. Oh, sick. On fucking something that you said shit. last week. Do you know, by the way, before we get into it, I often think about some of the things I've said, not only on this podcast, just in life, yep. on the other podcasts that I do. And That's the Drink Talking, excellent podcast. Who you are uh, a guest uh, co-host on, uh, on uh, a couple of episodes ago. Um, point being, I say a lot of shit that isn't real. And, <laughs> and I think about it, I should probably go and find that person I said that to when I find out that it's not a fact. And I go, I can't be fucked. Nah. What does it matter? No, no, it's somebody else's job to call me out for my bullshit. Yeah, yeah, That's what I say. Call me out. What is it? What did I say? The uh, other way, we were talking about like a scooter kid. And you're like, should I call the parents? Oh, yeah. And then you said, and at the time, it kind of like, it stuck in my head. But it wasn't until after we finished, I was like, absolutely incorrect. And you were okay. like, because if my kid was acting uh, incorrectly on a scooter, I would want the other parent to call me up and tell me. There is no way in hell you would want someone else really? who you don't know to call you up and tell you that your kid is misbehaving. No way. No, no, I'll stick with that. I would. Oh, well, this is... <laughs> <laughs> I, I get I get why you think that's bullshit because I hate being told what to do. Yeah. Yeah, fuck, I hate it. Yeah. It is like kryptonite That to is me. the absolute worst. Even, even now you're saying, no, I'll stick with it. I think you would go, oh, okay, and then you would have a real crack about it. Oh, I would bitch about it. <laughs> but, like, to explain to everyone how much I hate being told what to do, it's so dumb. It's in, it's almost a, an, an impediment. If I was about to reach for a beer and someone said, get that beer, I'd be like, well, I'm not getting that beer now, am I? <laughs> Watch this. I'm not drinking it. Like, it's something I actually want to do. But because someone told me, it's fucking stupid. Claire is exactly the same. Like, I was trying to get her to drink, like, rooibos tea. 
just mm. like a kind of tea for like a year. But she point blank refused. I'm like, why? You're going to enjoy it. And she's like, no, I, I won't like it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Like, didn't even I don't like it. I just, I don't want to do it. Only because I was telling her, why don't you drink this tea? Yeah. You're going to enjoy it. A year later, she's like, oh yeah, I tried rooibos. It's delicious. I'm like, mate, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> And but, you're the smart one. Yeah, she's the smart one. <laughs> That's the problem. Probably because she doesn't do what you tell her to. <laughs> uh, but on the subject of um, uh, poor behaviour by my child that might be uh, hurting him, yeah. I would def- I would want anyone to tell me. Yeah, that's I right. would. I yeah, would. Yeah. I'd still hate it. I'd still be like, fucking tell me what to do. Watch this. And just yeah. make my kid I'm ride drink a scooter blindfolded. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, now we've got Evil Knievel, and that's on you. It's not my fault. It's your fault for telling me. Um, but thank you. I like being called out. Nah, well, it didn't work out that well, did it? Because no. you were like, no, you backed yourself. It was something else I'll do. I'll do it on this podcast. It was I said it on the other podcast, the drinking one. Right. I said a fact about Corona, right? That um, Corona, the, the fruit in it shits me. Get the fruit out of it. We don't yeah. need it. Because um, the, the reason it's in there anyway is because of the bacteria in the water where it's made in Mexico. So they had to put the fruit in it. Which is incorrect. Um not only is that an incorrect fact, but I said that uh, our the Corona you drink in Australia is brewed in Australia. So we've got clean water. You don't need to. Not correct. <laughs> it all comes from Mexico. <laughs> A lot wrong there. Found it out from the guy who's in charge for bringing it out here. <laughs> <laughs> we went to this uh, gig... The other day, welcome to Thornbury. Great venue in Thornbury. Oh, it is a cracking it's venue. Excellent. It was called Wham Bam. It's like this like family kind of festival almost. Oh, yeah. It's like a day festival there. And it was excellent. It was excellent. It turns out that it's run by the guy who used to run the Jerome Laneway Festival. Oh yes. And like uh, he's now got kids apparently and he was like looking for something to start to you know, that to fill it up at a, a a niche. Yes, sure. And a gap in his life. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so there was just got like these kids entertainers. They got like a, a guy playing guitar, you know, teeny tiny Stevies were there. Great. Excellent. Shout out to the teeny tiny Stevies. They were so good. If you haven't seen them and you've got kids and they're coming near you, go check them out. They Great. are excellent. Yes. Great songs, great banter, very good, very gentle, yep. very nice. What are they for like uh, t- toddlers to... To early uh, primary school or something? Yeah, I reckon. It's very hard, by the way, being a children's entertainer and gauging how you, what age group you're entertaining. Yeah. Uh, because, so when, when you do the festivals, like the fringe festivals and stuff, and you do a kid's show, which I've done a few seasons of, you, there's these categories, and it's like uh, for, for four to eight year olds. Yeah. What the fuck is a four and an eight year old got in common? Exactly. Like nothing. Like absolutely They're nothing. Completely different things. Try and write a show that's for a four year old and an eight year old. Like 18 to 72 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> Which is my other side of my career. <laughs> yeah, 73, get the fuck out of my get room. Get the fuck out. You're 69. You can stay. <laughs> oh, yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> um, but I had met one of them before and I've forgotten her name and she was super nice. I met her at like. Um, like series at uh, in Brunswick, oh yeah, and she's lovely. But then I saw her after the show, and she's like, you know, like doing a little meet and greet with her little fans. And she said hello, and I said hello, and I just kept walking because I'm awkward. <laughs> Not that I didn't want to say hello, I was just like, oh, I've got other things to do. I'm trying to herd my kid, like yes. a fucking cat. Yeah. So I was like, oh, hello, and get going. And it wasn't until afterwards I was like, that was pretty rude. It yeah, was a bit rude. It may have been perceived as rude, but you weren't being rude. No, I was just in my own head and a bit awkward. And that reminds me. <laughs> To the guy who came up after the Teeny Tiny's gig and we were like leaving like the little venue and a dude came up and he said, hi, you don't know me, I'm, 
Now I've forgotten his name as well. <laughs> Sorry, brother. <laughs> John. Anyway, just said he was like a fan of the podcast and he, said, and, he, and he thanked me. And I was like, oh, great. Thanks for listening. And I just walked off because in my head, I was like, I've got to get my kid over to there. I've got like another kid over there. We're here with some other parents. My wife is somewhere. I've just, I was in a, in a I've got to get places on. Yeah. I think that's fine though. But I, man, I could have said thank you and stop for a chat. Yeah. You know, like I had the time. I just wasn't thinking. And it wasn't until like 10 seconds later, I was like, oh, I should have sat around and had a load of that guy. Maybe had a beer. It would have been nice. Yeah. It would have been totally nice. So thank you so much for coming up and saying hello. And I'm so sorry. I'm just a dumb cunt. I'll apologize for Wade too. He's a real rude piece of what shit. What a fucking cunt. <laughs> Putting <laughs> this podcast out week after week after week for free. Paying for the equipment all by myself as well. No, you're the rude cunt. You come up to me at a festival. <laughs> hey, on that subject, right? I don't think you were being rude, but it could have been perceived as rude. Um, stop me if I talked about this on the last episode. I can't remember who did, but I've been having this thing with uh, Leo recently where yeah. he's saying um, that's offensive. Oh. Have, have I talked about this yet? A little bit. So I yeah, s- let's go again. Who cares? <laughs> let's repeat. Did I, I can't even remember. Um, all the days of blending into one. Sleep is a distant memory. Uh, what is sleep? Anyway, hell, man. He said to me the other day, um, uh, that's offensive. And I said, no, you're offended. What I said wasn't offensive. Yeah. There's a big difference. And it's actually, it's a really hard, and what I've realised is, um, that's the narrative he's he's got at school at the moment. Yeah, that's what the, his peer group are talking about. Um, about somebody saying something rude or nasty that's yeah. that's offensive. So, and what I'd said so that we, you know you can check me uh, yeah. if you want um, was uh, I was comparing um, Walter to uh, Leonard at yeah. the same age, um, and the strength uh, of Walter. He's he's like. Um, he's like a mini Hulk. Yeah, like if he doesn't unit. want his if he doesn't want his nappy change, it doesn't get cha- like he's just I, I'm a hundred <laughs> kilos. I can't hold the bloke down. And 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 that was oh, that's all I was saying. And I was saying that you know Leonard wasn't the same as that. And he went, "That's offensive." I was like, "Well, no, nothing I said there was offensive." Yeah, because what he took on was I'm not as strong as Walter, which is not at all what I was saying. Yeah. Um, and I was like, "No, that that's about how you have heard that." Yeah. And trying to not d- um, dismiss his feelings, but at the same time go, mate, you can't look because I don't want to produce a kid like that that's in, in going around the world um, in this offended. age of outrage, just going, oh, I'm so offended. It's like, well, mate, you're going to have to sit in that emotion. Yeah, and because with this age of outrage, which is such a good phrase, some of that outrage is absolutely warranted. Yeah, absolutely. And some of it is not. And unfortunately, like it's, it's. It is a bit of a grey area in that, like, it's very hard for some people to to go, all right, well, that is actually offensive and that is, well, that is you know, that is, uh, you're being like a, a cunt. Yeah. Or you're just saying something. Someone's just saying something. Yeah. And it's a complex kind of, like, uh, issue. Yes, to totally. To find the totally. right place. But the answer to that is not just to say everything is offensive. That's right. Like that is not the way to do it. You yeah. can't, that is not the answer to it. The answer is to go, well, let's fucking uh, take each issue by issue, take each statement by statement. Let's yeah. not make blank statements and we'll work it out. And But the, see, the, the other thing that I want for my kid, for all my kids, uh, is uh, like, it, it, let's say I had said and something. And appropriate responses as well. Yeah, but let's say I had said something really offensive. Um it's more. I, I want to try and help him um, manage his own emotions, 
so that if someone says something really offensive to you, that you have the tools to be able to go, okay, well, I'm offended by that, but I know how to move on from it. Yes. And and, and not be sat in that emotion um, yep. and, and, be, and, and then be in that victim state. You can go, well... And call it out, which yeah. I guess he and did. And have the confidence to call something sure, out as well. Sure, call it out. And then go process it yourself and move on from it. Yeah, 100%. And if somebody says something like uh, that's a bit dickish, mm. which we do not do on this podcast. We definitely we do. We do not condone not. people saying dickish things. No dicks here. <laughs> <laughs> What are we talking about? <laughs> but the answer to that is not to go full nuclear on them. No, exactly. The answer to that isn't to get like a giant internet pileup. Oh, mate. But also I think these internet pileups, they're made a lot more of in the media than they actually are in real life as well. Mate. Like there's a real disconnect between what happens in Twitter and what happens in real life. Talk about news articles that quote tweets. Oh, fuck off. Holy fuck. If Do you your gonna, job. If you're going to quote a tweet, quote a tweet by like uh, an authentic journalist. Sure. Or an expert. Yeah. Quote that tweet. Yeah. Not by like Red Dog 76 sucks balls. <laughs> like I don't want to hear what Red Dog 76 sucks balls thinks. Red Dog 76 sucks balls doesn't like the new policy on climate. Yeah. And has got 10 followers. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Nobody cares. No one cares. Red Dog 76 sucks balls. <laughs> Whoever you are. <laughs> could be anybody in this room. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's all we're going to say about outrage. I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, people get, you know, people get offended all the time. I think um, it's okay. Like, I'm a little bit torn because I'm like, yeah, sure, if you want to, if... If you get offended, that's like sometimes that's your natural reaction. Is yeah. to go, oh, hello. But then it's your second reaction that matters. Yes, your totally. first, your initial reaction sometimes you can't be helped. It's like oh, yeah. But then you've got to sit there and process it and go like, well, why, one, why am I offended? Yeah. Two, is it really that big a deal? And three, were they clearly making a satirical comment or were they actually being uh, a real cunt? Well, in the you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's yeah. a few different processes to take there. Totally. And in the scenario that I was doing with the nine-year-old, it's totally fair that a nine-year-old would think that I was um, yeah. just straight up comparing yep. and that I'd put a value on strength being better. But all I was discussing was that they were completely different kids. And like... Are you offended or are your feelings hurt? Because there are two different things. Yeah, totally. They're two yeah. different things. Yeah. Did it make you feel a bit sad or did you actually get offended? Yeah, totally. I was trying to... I'm going to change subjects. All right. I was trying to put uh, the girls to bed the other night. And we'd had a lovely day. It was like we were having heaps of fun. Lots of laughs. Uh, so I'd put them into bed and I read their stories. But then they just kept getting out of bed. No. But they were finding it very funny. Right. But then... I was also finding it funny, but well, I was also wanted them to stay in bed. Yes. So I was in this fucking endless loop of me laughing and laughing. Just like, oh, come on, guys. It's time. Time for bed. <laughs> time for bed. I couldn't stop it. Losing your mind. <laughs> Losing my mind. And of course, all they, could, all they could see is me laughing. And so they were just like, this is great. Started running around the house, just stealing stuff and running back into the room thinking this is the best. I'm like, oh, guys, you just got to start fucking stealing stuff. And I'd be like, oh, what is happening? What is my life? I was going insane. 
It went. It continued for about fifteen minutes. I was like, "Oh my god, what is happening?" And then one of them stole a banana and opened it. I'm like, "Well, that's just a waste of a banana." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, finally, the laughter's gone. We're wasting bananas now." And the other one stole an envelope. Here I am. I'm outraged. <laughs> and you're right in that emotion. They yeah. were being offensive. <laughs> I had this moment. Man, finally got him into bed. Very funny. I, my lack of sleep is uh, actually got nothing to do with marigold. Um, yeah. That is Hannah's. Uh, lack of sleep is yeah. because of Marigold um, and so I'm doing my best Goldie Goldie I'm doing my Shout best out. to um, uh, facilitate everything else In around that scenario so that she can sleep um, like a man like a fucking man does anyway With a big uh, dick With I have a big not old had- pink dick <laughs> pink and long not wide not a lot of girth but it is long and stretchy like like, <laughs> like that stretchy slime you'd get as a kid. <laughs> you know, the stuff. And you'd make, like, prints in it. You remember that stuff? <laughs> you'd get that stretchy slime. <laughs> and you'd put it on a... You put it on like a comic book so or a wait, newspaper, and your your dick is like stretchy slime. <laughs> yeah, but then you, then you stretch it out and then yeah. fold it back on itself, <laughs> so you've got some girth. <laughs> <laughs> and you make like you get those prints, and you put it on the newspaper, and it shows like the picture and stuff on it. That's a penis. That's what uh, a penis is. We're going to do a new podcast next year. It's just called What Is dicks. a Penis? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of dicks, I was asleep the other night. I told Leo we were going to have uh, a slumber party in the lounge room. Super fun. Super fun. Um, bought the new, uh, it's not live action, but it, it's animated to look like live action Lion King. Oh, you know, great. the new one. Yeah. How was it? It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. When you've got a nostalgia to the other one, it's like, yeah, this looks better, but uh, also, just... is it too realistic? It's a bit too realistic, you know. Like, is it, is bit... it, you know, like I'm watching a movie, I want to see the. Actually, do you know what? On the subject of dicks, this is my problem with it. it... Yours is too realistic. Mine is very realistic. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> realistic dick. Very hard to tell mine yeah. from a fake yeah. dick. I tell you very what, hard. mine does not look like CGI. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's more than 16 megapixels down there, man. <laughs> Mega. Mega pixels, dixels. <laughs> <laughs> so in the in the Lion King, they've gone to this great length of making these animals look like they're it's the real world is quite incredible. No dicks. Ah, oh, there's no, no fucking dicks. Like a big majestic lion. If you see a lion, you're gonna see his balls. Yeah, they're quite prominent. Sticking out there, balls. big balls, wonderful balls. Can't see the balls on Majestic it. Majestic balls. It's like, come on, what do you want the kids to grow up like? The, the testicles are offensive for them. Come on, I think it's going to be doing? more disturbing to them when they go to the zoo and they're like, "Holy shit, what's on Simba?" Mate, this is real life. The Animals testicles have balls. They got balls. Speaking of balls, oh, wait, you were you talking about Marigold before? No, I was talking about Walter. Walter. So this Sorry. is what happened. We'd watched The Lion King. Um, we'd gone to sleep. Um, I'd told Walter. When you wake up, I won't be in mum's room. You come into the lounge room and you can jump into bed uh, with me and Leo. Heaps of fun. Heaps of fun. Which, in the middle of the night, far too early, he'd remembered, fine, come in. But he came in like in a half-sleep tantrum. (laughs) Like it was like 12.30 at night. I... And I'd only I'd I'd um I'd watched the movie, got Leo to bed, jumped in the car, flew out to the airport to pick up my mum who'd come in on the last flight. Yeah. Got back to the house, had a shower, got into bed, was been asleep for maybe forty five minutes. So I was in all kinds of a daze. Yeah, yeah. And he was at the side of the bed, um, the mattress on the floor, just going like 
<laughs> right on the verge of it and I was trying to calm him down and he's just like ah, I want a balloon I want a balloon like, what the fuck so then <laughs> um, Hannah he heard that Hannah comes out of the bedroom and comes because there's this little tiny balloon that had just been put enough air into it yep. so it'd become a little ball and then tied up so she walks in with that that wasn't the balloon he wanted at 12.30 at night. Um, so he's like, not that one. So then she's just like, well, I have to go to the toilet anyway. Walks down the hallway to go to the toilet. And he was like a screaming, insane patient. Uh... Down the, like, stomping. <laughs> like, I was like, holy shit. What is happening? I went and got him and it was like flailing around. You can see the scratches on my face. Like, yeah. just dove at my face with his hands. And I was like, holy Holy shit, it was like the exorcist. And I got him back into his bed and literally was standing, holding him down to the bed by his hip and his head. And he's just there going, rah, rah, like, like a rabbit animal. And I was like, buddy, breathe, just breathe. And he does this thing where it's like the, the screaming and the crying is stopping and he's, he's hearing me and he's understanding. Yep. So he's going, trying to breathe. Oh, hell. man. And if it was just you and Walter, would have been fine. But you have a house full of people. There's a house full of people. A new baby. A new baby. A new mum. Yes. Uh, Leo. My, my mother. M- your mother. Yeah. Everyone needs sleep. Well, your mother has a mind by that stage. Okay. <laughs> All right. There we go. You got, you, you got one. Here you got one go. in there, right? I'm well, not going to do any more than dear. that. It's just for the loyal fans, that one. It's the loyal listeners. They all want to hear Just it. Just for the fan base that loves the jokes you make about my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Who's just inside of my house at the moment. Oh, you man. just had a cuddle. <laughs> oh, no. Why'd I say that? Anyway, that's why I haven't had much sleep. And it's all sort of, you know, whatever. Man, I've noticed it because uh, the other day I had like a, an important interview. And the night before, Sylvia decided. And we're not talking about a day nap here. No, no, you didn't have it. That's not. You're that's not making not, a joke. No, that's not. That's not. You that's actually not. had an important interview. <laughs> that's not it. Around nap time as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm going to start calling them. Now. <laughs> it wasn't a metaphor, but now it is. Oh, I've got a very important interview <laughs> with the king of Nine Island. <laughs> I need to go and have a meeting. <laughs> very important. I'm a businessman. <laughs> but the night before. Sylvia decided to have a nightmare. Came into our bed. <laughs> what an excellent sentence! <laughs> Sylvia decided to have. She a nightmare. decided <laughs> to have a nightmare. Comes into our bed and she's like, "Get out, Dad! Get out of the bed!" And I was like, "No, I'm not getting out of my own bed, you psycho!" I'm in the middle of an important meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a very important interview. How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> oh god. But of course I should have got out of the bed. Why? Because she just spent the whole night kicking me. The entire oh, night. Right. Yeah, so right. I got about three hours sleep. Yeah, that's the worst. Then I had to get up and I was like fucking running on that delusional fucking no sleep high. Yes. Ended up going to this meeting and I was like, fucking, oh, here are some questions you've got for me. Oh, I'll fucking get my best hair. And I just kind of like spaced out looking around the room. Anyway, the meeting ended up going quite well. <laughs> yes, the but meeting did go well. Did go well. And what happened at the end of that meeting? Oh, yes. I'll be going to uh, back to study next year, study screenwriting. It's been accepted into RMIT. RMIT. So that's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. One of us has made my father proud. <laughs> <laughs> 
don't like me. But, you know, it's that thing like where Sylvia or Penny will... It'll quite often happen where there's something important one day, and the pre- the night before they will fucking lose their mind. They know it's like asleep. It's because happens they know to Claire it. all the time. Yeah, all the time. They when she's it. got like a huge day ahead, one of them will just go fucking mental that night. Do you know why? This this is what I reckon. They're reading your tension. Oh uh, yeah, they're feeling the energy of you, and they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna fuck you up, yep, buddy." Totally. Yeah, yeah. Well, your anxiety will create their anxiety. Yeah. Oh, I notice that every time we have a bad morning, we we had a. Pretty good morning this morning. Yeah. Despite my attempts to fucking derail it, <laughs> I just hadn't had enough sleep. Like a, you know, I was I was woken up again, and I just I, I was just at my edge. It was, but it's great because I got my mother here, so she can check me. She's just a Harley. I'm like, yeah. yeah, fair enough. <laughs> she must have said that about seventeen times. Like, Harley. I was like, no, all right. Because <laughs> I was just losing it, just cracking it. Oh man, because I was talking like last week about how I just let the girls just finish what you're doing, and then we'll move forward, and it's just going to be a bit easier. And then this morning they just took the fucking piss. They yeah, just like the took absolute the fucking piss, which is like a phrase my dad used to say. Yeah. Give an inch, you take a fucking mile. Yeah, yeah. And pure yeah. and simple. He used to say that a lot as well. Pure and simple. <laughs> pure and simple. It's bloody pure and simple. You're not getting it. I'm not not getting what, mate? You haven't seen anything. It's weird that I'm not understanding you as you're yelling at me, standing over me like a Hulk. I'm, I'm like... <laughs> this is exactly what happens to me. Like, I'm standing over Leo just going, why can't you figure it out? You're 6'3", mate. I'm tiny. Please <laughs> yeah. stop screaming. <laughs> you're making me feel very vulnerable. Anyway, so this morning I let them go and I was like, all right, just finish what you're doing. Just finish what you're doing. All right, finish what you're doing. Finish what you're doing. And then it got to, like, <laughs> to a point in the day I'm like, oh, we've got to move. Come on, I gave you a five-minute warning 10 minutes ago, and then I gave you another five-minute warning, and I've let you finish heaps of stuff. Yeah. We're going. Yeah. That's it. This is happening. It's time to get dressed. Oh, but I just want to go back. No! That's the end of it! We're going! And they're like, ah! Go into the room, and then like they're, they're getting upset with me. Like, you never let us do anything. I've let you do whatever you wanted for the last hour. Now you will just shut up and do what you're told. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Claire, who's got, who's got a super busy day, and she's, like, doing work this morning, trying to get ready for it. She races into the bedroom. Oh, looks like we need an extra hand here. <laughs> so Dad she, might need to go and have an important meeting. <laughs> she got one of them dressed. I got the other one dressed. took, like, two minutes to get them dressed, rather than the 15 it normally does. Yeah. They were just like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Like, yes. Sometimes they need a bark. Sometimes they need the carrot. Sometimes they need the stick. This is Each situation requires a different method. They totally do. The, but on the subject of the bark, right, I'm, I'm good at the bark. But I think I'm, I don't want to put all the blame on myself because it's not all me. I'm doing my best. I'm trying yeah. hard. We're all doing our best. We're doing our best. Everyone's just doing their best. We're just fucking doing it. And Sometimes you're not even doing your best. A lot of people's best is full short. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Can't just say I'm doing my best. Well, your best sucks. Do better. But I like so often I'll be saying, hey, mate, can you go and do this thing? Like, hey, hey, yeah. mate, can you go and um, do your afternoon chores? And afternoon yeah. chores uh, for Leo are basic as shit. Yeah. It's not like I'm, I'm, I'm running this house that, you know, he's doing all this housework. Afternoon chores include taking bag to the bedroom, putting bag where bag goes. Yeah. There's a, there's a bloody... Hole in his <laughs> cupboard to put the fucking bag in, right? So it's take the bag to the bedroom, put that in, make sure everything in the bedroom is where it needs to be. Yeah. Right? So just, you know, a, a, a little clean in the afternoon, take the lunchbox from the bag, put it in the kitchen. That's Easy. it. That's actually all it is. Great. So I'll gently remind that. Then I'll have another go at it. Then I'll bark and it gets done. 
Yeah. I just want to take the bark out. I want... And so what I don't know is, is it because I've trained him that action time is when I bark? So he can ignore the gentle, hey, mate, how about we do afternoon chores? So should I just start with the bark? Well, man, because I'm with you because, like, I will say to the older one, hey, can you go do this? And she'll generally do it. Yeah. But the young one will just go, oh, no, thanks, and just walk off. It's very funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> Walter does that as well. Yeah, like, oh, no, no thanks. thanks. <laughs> like, oh, that doesn't suit me it's right like now. He'll have a massive shit, right? And I'll just go, um, we're going to change your nappy. No, thanks. <laughs> no, 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 that's what's happening. And then so now like I'll bark at them like, like or sometimes the older one doesn't do it. And then you just spend your time kind of having this conversation. I'm like, this is why it needs to be done. Mm. This is why we've got to get it. This is why we've got to do it. Sometimes uh, they they do it. Yep. Sometimes they just fuck around. If there's like the promise of a TV show at the end of it, oh, you better believe it gets done. Oh, right. If there's like a, some candy, like some yeah. like a lolly or something, there's a, there's a reward at the end, then it gets done. If there's a stick at the end... <laughs> It gets done. Like yeah. if, if it's not getting done, it, it gets done. Yeah. Are you, you know hitting what I mean? your kids with a stick? Oh yeah, stick. all the time. <laughs> Big sticks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have I got a shit story for you? Oh great. I don't think I've told you this poo story. Let me just finish this bit and then we'll do the. Oh, poo sorry. Story. Yes, go for it. Um, but it's that thing because I 100 percent agree with you. Like, what do you do? Because like, if you've said to your kid 20 times, if you've reasoned with them, if you've spoken to them, if yeah. you've if you've tried to get them to do this thing without promising a reward, yeah, without giving them a fucking thing, without saying, without well, threatening them, without threatening them, yeah. without saying, well, you're doing it because it just needs to be done yeah. and it's your job to yeah. do it. If it doesn't work, and then finally you go, just get in there and do it. Yeah. I don't do it. And then they do it. Yeah. Then you're like, well, what's what are we learning? Yeah. What am I learning? Yeah. What's happening here? What's happening here? Also, please don't write in with better ways to parent my child. Oh, we don't care. I could not care less. Yeah, please. We didn't start this for your advice. <laughs> 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 but seriously, why won't somebody help us? Jeez, just help us. <laughs> We've been talking for two years. Two years. So the other night, oh my lord! Uh, so I, we've got a mattress in the room, yeah, uh, on the floor. So for when Walter comes in, so I've stopped sleeping in Walter's room. Yeah. Um, so now Walter is in his room on his own. Uh, but also, we don't want to be excluding him from coming into the room because um, we don't want him to feel lonely. Yeah. Right? So, it, I'm in the bed uh, with the girls and then uh, Walter comes in. There's too many people in the bed. Yeah. And also, toddlers kick around and there's a yeah. brand new baby in there. Can't be in there. So, when he comes in, I get out of the bed and I go onto the mattress on the floor and he comes in there with me. Great. And in fact, it's working really well. He doesn't even come over to the bed. He just walks into the room and goes to the mattress. Yes, yeah, And then I'll hear him and I'll go, it's probably better I go over there because it'll yeah. keep him asleep longer. And the other morning, he's sort of... Uh, woken up and, and we both climbed into the big bed so we could have a little cuddle and then we're going to get out of the room and um, I was like come on mate uh, let's go and we walk down the hallway leave the girls and in the, in the, you know, keep the door shut and alright it's like fuck 10 past 6 in the morning like, yeah. holy crap there's not enough sleep uh, I sit down on the toilet to do wee because I am beyond standing up. I don't know when it happened that men had to stand to wee and women were allowed to sit. I'm fucking sitting. Like, I'm so sick of standing. And by the way, it takes so long to wee now. I'm, I was such an aging bladder. I, I do the first wee and then I wait another five minutes for the trickle to come out so I'm not walking around with wet underpants all day like a fucking toddler. So I'm sitting there at 10 past six in the morning, just like not even awake, and Walter's there in front of me because... It's the name of the podcast. Yeah. 
right? This was pissing with the door open, but same thing, right? And he's just standing there talking to me. And I just got a little whiff of, oh, he's probably already done his morning poo. Yeah. So I, I opened the back of his nappy just to have a look, and it was like peeking at the top. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's go and get that done. And then he sits down, and I went, oh, no, 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 don't sit down. And it was mostly because I didn't want it to mush all yeah. over his ass because it's going to be a harder cleanup. Yes. That's why I went, oh, no, 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 don't sit down. But actually what happened uh, totally was reasonable in me saying, oh, no, 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 don't sit down. Because he sat down on that. I've never seen this as a parent ever. <laughs> he sits down and a river of shit <laughs> flowed out of the leg of the nappy. Like like it was a river. And it would have come out and there would have been, I don't know, <laughs> it would have been the, 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 the patch of, of liquid shit on the ground. It would have been the size of a decent pancake. Like massive. And he totally read the look on my face. I went, holy crap. <laughs> He immediately stands back up and puts his foot right in it and then just looked at me and went, ah! So I'm like, holy, holy, holy crap, crap. I'm sitting there with my pants down around my ankles on the toilet. He's got his foot in shit and then he just keeps stamping his shit foot around the top. The whole toilet is covered in shit. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I was like, oh, how do I fix this problem? This isn't a go to the change table situation. This was a take the nappy off and try to contain the lava that's still yeah. in there in it. Um, and then just turned the uh, the shower on yeah. and just put him in there covered in shit in the shower. The quickest way. Washed all the shit down, washed the shit off the, uh, the shower floor. And yeah. then he... The dude was obviously a little bit crook because then he just lay down tummy on the shower floor, oh. on the bath, uh, with the shower on his back like he'd just been to war. <laughs> and with his hands, uh, the head on his hands, just going, Phew. I'm like, that was a big deal, buddy. So I clean up, I mop the floor, get him clean, get him in a nappy, uh, get out of the house, yeah. right? Because I just, I just want the noise minimum um, uh, so that the girls can sleep. Uh, we go down the street, we get a baby chino, nice. walk around, go to the park, we come back. By that stage, it's like, it's almost 10 o'clock. Yep. And usually it's about time they've, they've had their morning sleep. Yeah. So I'll go and check in uh, with Hannah. Do you want some breakfast? Do you want a coffee? What do you need? And I walk in. Um, Hannah's such a champ. I walk in there and she's just, she's actually got a smile on her face. She goes, pretty sure there's shit all over that pillow. And I turn <laughs> the light on. And so, because Walter had gone into the bed before we'd gone down to the toilet, and the pillowcase, and the sheets, and the doona, and the floor, and the hot, there was just shit everywhere. And that is what I would say is the definition of the love of a child. Yeah. Because for those, you don't have to have children. We've said that all the time. You don't have no. to have children. No, and no, people no. who do have children are not better than those who don't have children. But it's a different kind of love. And the best way I can explain that love is the fact that I nurtured that child. I tried to minimize yes. um, his fear around that. I didn't want to give him anxiety around the poo. Whereas if a mate did that, I'm like, get the fuck out of my house. What is wrong with get you? Get out of my house. What You're the fuck? shitting all over my fucking pillow <laughs> for. But this guy gets a cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, how nice is it? Because when you just have um, one-on-one time with your kids, yeah, it's good. especially now that you've got a couple, yeah, you've it's got really a few. Good. Like it's a, once a week. Like uh, Claire will take one, and I'll take the other one, and yep. then the next week we reverse it. Yep. 
So you just get that one-on-one time with that kid, like each week you do something special. You know, not even that special. You might just go to a cafe and have yep. like a coffee and then Quantity, go. not quality. Quantity, not quality. Just be with them. And I'm and, and I'm it's super nice. And both girls, when they're by themselves, just with you, are so well behaved. Yes. They're like almost like perfect children. You're like well, on oh, their own, yeah. Yeah. Like, who are you? Yeah. This is excellent. Yeah. Once they get together, they're like, let's fuck this up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's fuck him up. Let's ruin him. So I'm doing I'm doing that because I'm I'm really conscious of the fact I only have Leo half the week. Yeah. And now um, he's competing with two other children. Yeah. One of which is very, very high needs because yep. she's four weeks old. Uh, and the other one is even higher, like higher needs than Leo because yep. um, he's, you know, two and a half or whatever. Um, so very simple things uh, like, and I've talked about this before, leaving half an hour early for school yeah. to walk to school, to take your time. And um, this is, this the other thing that I've been doing nearly on the regular now is uh, more because of my lack of planning. Yeah. Is I, I, and I think maybe I spoke about this already, that, that I don't have stuff at the shops. Uh, I yeah. don't have, st- I need stuff from the shop, sorry, in yeah. the morning. And so we just do a morning walk. Yeah. Just me and Leo. Super oh, nice. It's the best. Super nice. Yeah. Uh, remember like, uh, did we talk about this the other day? Like a lady in the I think we've talked about everything. Facebook group said she had like six kids or something. Yes. And then like a lady underneath that posted, oh, I've got like nine or ten. It's ridiculous. Do you remember that? Yes. It was insane to have so you children. Are with nine children. Congratulations. Good, good on you. Amazing. Well done. You and your partner, that's Not fantastic. For me. But maybe it's time to tell your partner to get his eye stitched up. Like the one eye. <laughs> just get a that's, just get that's a staple how the to me happens. <laughs> you just staple it together. <laughs> Like, well, I think the one with nine, though, there was adopted situations in there as well. Oh, yeah. Was Whatever it was. It was beautiful. Like, the way that she told it, like, how much she, like, missed each of her kids. Like, it was such a lovely, it was lovely. lovely. It was so nice. I actually felt like a little, oh, this is nice. I'm well, feeling something I'm, there. I'm, oh, no, a bit of indigestion. <laughs> <laughs> Better go have an important meeting. <laughs> I, but it was super nice. I'm always a bit uh, amazed at some people's capacity to care for children. Oh, you know, you look at some teachers. Not all teachers. Let's not get into that. All teachers are great. That's horseshit. The a teachers lot of them that want to be teachers are great. But s- the teachers whose fallback point. position was teaching no is good. not. They're not as. But good. some some teachers you see, they just are unbelievably capable at nurturing a child oh. and on mass. Yeah, I'm like how do you do that? How do you manage or, it? There's a couple of mothers at school um, who've got a. Uh, there's two in particular I'm thinking of right now that have got. Um, multiple children of yep. their own, three uh, a piece, um, and uh, the, one of their kids is the same age as um, Leo. So there's play dates happening. Yeah, and and both these mothers have done this before. They were like, oh yeah, uh, we've got so and so and so and so and so and so coming over our house for a play date. Leo's welcome as well. I'm like, pardon me. Yeah, <laughs> that's a party. <laughs> that's not a play date. That's you've now got seven children in your house. Are you inside? And they do it. Uh, uh, like a breeze, yeah, no like, big deal. There's a couple How of moms, you doing a couple this? of parents like at uh, our school as well, exactly like that. Bron, Bron, lovely Bron, the great Bron, the one great Bron does listen to this with her child. <laughs> her episode, one of the absolute best, one of the best. Please go back and listen. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see her, she's like a mother duck. She's always got like her kids plus some more kids with her. Every time. I've dropped my kids in there before. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, I had to go out and drink at a friend's place. Had to. <laughs> yeah. My hands were tied. That's another... That's a, that's like a, an annual general meeting. Yeah. But a weekly general meeting. And she... Like, Claire was away, and I'm like, my babysitter fell through, 
And uh, I remember her saying like a week earlier, oh, yeah, if you never need someone to look after the girls, send me a message. So I sent her a message saying, look, I know this is late notice. She goes, yeah, drop them off. Yeah, sleepover. It'll be fine. I'm like, well, that's amazing. Go. She just does it. She is excellent. I don't. Shadow pants, taught a class. <laughs> 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 so, you know, you got to put up with the fact that she shat herself. Yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of shitties there. Well, who hasn't? <laughs> I mean, most adults haven't, Ron. <laughs> but look, it's not that I don't think that I've got the ability no. to, do, to do that. Right, I, I think if if there was in a situation and uh, there was there was a parent at school and for some reason I was the one that gone fucking you help me yeah there was they, they'd gone through the long list of other people that would be more competent <laughs> than me and they'd gone to me and I was in the scenario where I was going to have seven children at my house yeah. I I would just you know I'd pull my socks up strap one on and get it done well the thing that was a wrong analogy <laughs> looking after seven children. <laughs> 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 but I would. What I mean is, uh, not. Uh, it's not that I don't think I can do it. One, I don't want to do it, and two, even if I could, I know it'd break me. Whereas these women that I've witnessed, they don't look broken. Well, I just like, oh yeah, that's fucking easy. I've had like a couple of kids dropped off, and we've taken them up to school. Like I've taken yeah. them up to school. I've had like uh, people come and say like, oh, can you look after my kid for a bit of time? And after what, especially going to like school and the. PJ's a bit older. Silo is also, you know, they're getting older. Yep. They're not as kind of like hands-on. Yes. And so the kids that are getting dropped off now aren't as hands-on. They're not yeah, as kind of yeah, like, yeah. oh, I need to be right there with you. Yes. You can just go, oh, just go outside and play. Yes. Or I'm just going to put on a movie. It does make a difference. You know what I mean? And so at this point now, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, c- I reckon I could watch like seven seven kids just running around the house. And I would just put on a movie and I'd make mac and cheese and it would just be fucking easy. Yeah. Well, you know, oh, you guys just go play in the bungalow for half an hour and then uh, we'll put on a movie. Easy. Like So right, now I'm feeling then. like I'm pretty confident about it. And all from watching, like, this amazing community at our school, which I can't speak highly enough of, where other parents are just always like, oh, I'll watch your kid. Oh, I'll go for a play date. That's amazing. Oh, can you watch my kid? And nobody's, like, afraid to ask you either. Yeah. Nobody's afraid to say, oh, I'll only um, give, 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 but I don't want to take. People are like, oh, no, I'll give and I'll take. Well, see, that's the other thing. And it's very good. I guess that's the other thing that stops me is... I never want to impose my child on somebody else yeah. Um, because if they then said, hey, can you do it, the, the likelihood of me being available yep. is very small. Yes. You know, it's like, uh, sorry, no, I'm I'm in the middle of New South Wales. I, I can't yeah. I can't do it. So, yeah, yeah. I, so I'm less likely to then go, hey, can you have my kid over your house? I just break myself to try and get it done on my own, but maybe I should reach out a bit and just let them know, hey, listen, I can't. I don't know when I can reciprocate this. Yes. Because I just don't know what my schedule's like. Yeah. But if, if I ever can, yeah. I will maybe Maybe not. not do it. <laughs> I'll wait until my mother comes How down. How do you feel about me drinking heavily? <laughs> <laughs> That's the real problem. What? Seven children? I can't be drunk for that. Oh, or man. maybe you have to be. <laughs> Maybe that's how those mothers do it. They've been on the wines. Fucking bloody wine time. <laughs> There's a few mums at school like that too. And we have become friends. I walked into school the other day, there was like a thermos being poured into some plastic cups. And I just looked at both of them. I'm like, what's going on? And they went, it's tea. I went, fucking isn't. And they go, look. And I looked at it. And I'm like, yeah, that's some very Sav Blanc coloured tea. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And I went, I'm three beers deep. <laughs> three beers, three fingers. 
here we are. Oh, I deleted Facebook off my phone. Have you? I we love can, it. Yeah. I'm only now looking at Facebook uh, on uh, a computer. So I don't do it on my phone anymore. Right. Uh, and I haven't even got around to looking on the computer yet since I deleted it off my phone. And um, it's been something I've wanted to do for a long time. And you know I've talked endlessly about my addiction to the phone. Yeah, because I also have one. It's, it's Facebook. Yeah. It's Facebook. Mine is, like, I thought it was Facebook and I got off, like, I'd, I I got off and then I exited Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> But I like uh, I stepped right back from Facebook. Like so now I just use it for podcast stuff. That's yes, it. yeah. Uh, when my memories pop up, you know your memories pop up. Yeah. I just delete those posts. I just like I'm slowly erasing my history. Oh, I'm, like, that's clever. Like anything that I'm like, yeah, that doesn't ring with me anymore. Gone, done. Smart. Um, well, because I saw um, this is a little bit off subject, but it's on the subject of Facebook. I saw a speech um, that Sasha Baron Cohen did oh, um, at the. ADL. I read the speech. How good was it? Oh, watch it too. Like, because I read it and yeah. then I watched it. It's about okay. twenty minutes. I highly recommend watching it. By the way, um, he the ADL is the um, Anti Defamation League. Yeah, and he was doing the keynote speech, and it is uh, if you watch it and then you're still totally fine with using Facebook. There's something wrong with you. Like, I'm not yeah. saying not to use Facebook because I still will. It's still a necessary tool uh, in the society that's been created yeah. because of it. Um, but it did make me go, I have to step away from this platform because yeah. it's insidious. And not just Facebook, all social media. YouTube, uh, Google, um, it, it's all, Twitter, yeah, yeah. all of it. Because it's just yeah. not regulated at all. But now it's at a point where I think it's so ingrained and it happened so quickly. So quickly. It's so quickly that I I do not see how they can do it. I don't see how you can regulate it. No, no. I, I think it's just going to come down to personal It'd choice. be like whack-a-mole. It'd be absolutely like whack-a-mole. Like Australia might go, well, we're having these regulations and uh, everybody would either find a way around them or Facebook totally would go, well, will. we'll find a way around them. Yeah, yeah, totally they will. But I, the point of, of giving it up wasn't just because of that speech, but it was more about you know trying to be attentive and trying to be um, engaged with my kids. And literally, like it's the easiest thing. We, I've made a couple of changes. One, I'm always um, ever-present trying to uh, decrease my smoking. I know it's yeah. bad. I don't need lectures on it. But what I was doing was hiding from yeah. Leo and it was creating immense tension yeah. because I was finding all of these reasons for Leo to have screen time. Yeah. I was finding all of this, go watch a movie, mate. And yeah. It was all just so I could have a smoke. Yeah. Um, and I would smoke like a chain smoker for that duration that he was in there. So I could get them all in like a yeah. fucking idiot. Yeah. And then I just went, you know what? I'm not going to lie to my kid anymore. Yes. This is like, hey, mate, I do this, which he's, deeply offended at me about lectures me constantly about which makes it very difficult to ever have one but there's on occasion I will have one and I I just have to hear it why do you do that it's bad for you why aren't you stopping all of that stuff which makes you not want to do it point being there's no screen time anymore we haven't had um, uh, like him on his own watching TV in months Amazing. No, like literally has not happened on his own watching TV. When we do it, we have these wonderful little slumber parties and do it together. It's a special event. And so then, and, and Hannah actually um, commented on the other day, she goes, Leo's not watching any TV. You guys are just in the backyard, which also coincides with weather getting slightly better. Yes. But we're just having the best connection. And so the, the next big hurdle, the two big hurdles are Breaking the phone addiction and breaking the smoking addiction. Yeah. Well, my, like, I am, like, on the phone. Like, I've stepped back from Facebook, but I still will have the phone out. And we've got a rule. The girls are allowed to watch uh, TV on the weekends. Yeah. 
And it's not like unlimited, but it's also like, oh, if they watch like a movie in the afternoon and a TV show in the morning. Like, sure, that's, fine. That's fine. It's the weekend. It's the weekend. Uh, but they also, especially the younger one, just love a fucking screen. They yes. fucking they get addicted so to addicted it. to it. And so I'm telling them, oh, you guys can't watch screens during the week as I'm just staring at my fucking <laughs> yeah, phone. Right. Yeah. As I'm just like a yeah. phone in my hand saying, oh, and there's no screens. And yeah. then I'll just stare at it. And yeah. I'm like, what am I looking at? So now I'm taking my phone. I've got to put it physically in another room. Yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. such a habit. Yeah. It's just such a habit to pick it up. And then I'm like, all right, well, let's go play and let's go and engage. Because yeah. it's so hard for them to understand. And also it's rude of me to say, oh, no screens for you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, because if I was working, like this, we've said to them, like sometimes we've got to work on the phone or well, on the Well, it's the laptop. same thing I have to say on my phone. Like, and I'm like, and that's fair enough. Yeah. Like you're not working, but I'm not working. Yes. I'm doing a fucking, uh, reading like a, an, an article. Or not not important. Not important. Could get to it later on. Exactly. Go and exactly. do your fourth poo for the day. Oh, I did five this morning. Jesus. Boy. There was something wrong with the tummy. One of them was interrupted. Uh, like I was in the middle of it and then PJ comes in like, I need to use the toilet. I'm and like, then your oh. sphincter locks right up. Just fucking go outside. <laughs> but why do I don't go outside? <laughs> I don't know. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Oh, mate, can I tell everybody that's listening? Wade has two toilets at his house. And I always go to the inside one because it's closer. And it's just a habit now, but I've got to get into the habit of going to the outside one because I never be disturbed out there. The outside one is the best. So when I lived at your house, yeah. I would never shit in the inside toilet. No. I have my own private time in the outside <laughs> toilet. I love it. People try and find you like, where's dad? Mate, if, Who this, knows? if I owned quiet. this house, there'd be a toilet at the back of my yard. Oh. As far away from the house as possible. <laughs> like, I'm off. See you later. I'll be taking a packed lunch. <laughs> I'm go- I, like, I, I like nothing more than an outhouse. I'll be fucking in there. I'll be having business meetings. I'll be building things. <laughs> Destroying things. <laughs> <laughs> My a-hole. Whoa. Uh, great, yep. great, great. Uh, anyway, uh, that's another one. hey shout out to all the patreons as well like thank you very much i feel like sometimes we don't give you enough love but harley and i talk about it constantly how amazed we are that uh and how grateful we are that people will give us money yeah uh, to do this stupid to support us yeah and we absolutely love it thank you so much to be honest with you we haven't seen a cent of it because i haven't filled out the tax form but apparently it's there. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you and thank you very much, genuinely, for being involved in it. Uh, I've got a few things uh, coming up that oh, I that I could uh, plug. I'll be announcing my tour next year. Um, Excellent. Very shortly. Uh, and there'll all be bits and pieces of me around the country. So if you see my name pop up somewhere, jump on it. I'm doing a very minimal dates at all the festivals. Great. Which Perfect. is great. Yeah. Because I have officially shitloads of children. So keep an eye out for Harley's on Harley's socials. Yeah. And on the podcast socials. Yes. Both it'll, of them. It'll be all up oh, there. And so. also, if you haven't listened to That's the Drink Talking yet, it is excellent. I went on it the other day and it was so much fun. I went on with Ollie and um, Adam. Yeah, Adam Norman. Norman, um, who, who was so good. Great guy. Listens to this podcast, which is shout how he found out, the other one. Shout out to Adam Norman. You are excellent. But he happens champion. to be a brewer. 
um, yeah. which which plays into that. So not everyone who listens to this podcast will be interested in the things that we talk about on That's the Drink Talking, but it's basically it's a story based podcast uh, for comedians and entertainers and those to tell their drinking stories, uh, coupled with uh, a kind of a nerd podcast for alcohol. So we have we have experts on that make alcohol, distillers, brewers, winemakers, and we we talk it out. And um, it's very good. I've yeah. listened to a couple of episodes, and it is excellent. Excellent. Thanks, excellent. mate. Love it. Best episode was with Oliver Clark. And- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good on you. Dad's.